My name is Dominique Drew, and this is The Art of Attraction, the premier podcast to elevate your relationships, your life, and yourself. I'm your host, Dominique Drew, an intuitive, a spiritual guide, and a seasoned expert in men's relationship coaching. I've used the methods in this podcast to completely transform my own life and relationships, and now, high performers in every industry hire me to help them do the same. Here, you will learn how to solve the issues in your inner world which keep you from real fulfillment, deep intimacy, freedom, and authenticity. Welcome to the next stage of your evolution. Hello, everyone out there. Welcome to The Art of Attraction with Dominique Drew. Thrilled to have you here joining me tonight. Hope you're having a wonderful day wherever you are. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to be talking about some incredible relationship dynamics and some things to watch out for and some fun stories and uh, and really to, to help you have a better, smoother, more fulfilling, sexy, fantastic, amazing relationship. And also how to do all the shitty stuff better, like fighting and breaking up and stuff like that. And we're going to cover a little bit of that today. And I am looking forward to it. So if you haven't tuned in before, my name is Dominique Drew. I help single men successfully attract life partners through personal and relationship coaching. I run my own business as a coaching business that uh, I work primarily with men. Um, I have worked with women in the past. The process works with women, but I tend to, uh, to focus my, my attentions on men for the most part. Uh, I can be reached, uh, if you'd love to find more about if, uh, more information about what it is that I do, I can be found at dominiedrew.com. Um, also here live on Twitter, taking your comments and your questions and anything that you want to contribute. So please reach out to me at dominiedrew on Twitter. And if you're more of an Instagram person and less of a Twitter person, then I'm on Instagram as well at the same handle. That is at dominiedrew. And that is D-O-M-I-N-E-Y-D-R-E-W. So please feel free to call in, to check up on me, to add your thoughts, your concerns, your stories, your questions. I'm always happy to hear all of the above. So let's dive in. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, what I do. I just had um, a couple of very interesting clients that I added to my uh, to my Art of Attraction course, which is an, an eight-week course that really covers everything from um, the dating basics, you know, practical things like talking to women and getting your confidence up and, you know, um, sort of more, more practical ways of meeting people. But what it's mostly focused on is going deep down into the psychological. Okay. I had a, a really interesting client I spoke with today who, um, uh, hadn't dated anyone in six or seven years. And he met someone a few weeks ago and, um, he, you know, he, he spoke about her, um, you know, really favorably, they really liked each other. And then one, at some point she just dropped the hell off. Right. And I think our last episode, we talked about, um, ghosting and, you know, reading women's signals and, and really how to, how to tread that line of, um, of reading women and, you know, being a better man. And then also having boundaries when you're not being treated well by a woman. Um, and both of those things are of course very important. So one of the things that he mentioned, um, is that there was fear for him there. Um, he hadn't been in a relationship for a long time. He started getting close to someone and he got kind of scared and that's obviously a perfectly logical thing. And it was really quite interesting because when I, when I pointed out that, you know, it might have been that, that fear that, that contributed to him being ghosted, it was a real, um, it was a real revelation for him. It seemed from my perspective, um, he really had no, um, he had no sense that he may have been doing something that pushed her away. So, you know, I talk about this a lot on here, guys. Um, you know, what's happening underneath the surface in you is, is red. People feel it, okay? Um, if you feel great and everything's wonderful and you're doing fabulously, but people aren't responding to you well, then there's something else that you're putting out, you know? Maybe those positive feelings are spilling over sort of into arrogance or into... Um, you know, cockiness or something that that pushes people away. 
Um, so, so always look at, at the world around you and, and inform your actions that way. You know, if, um, if people are, are going away from you, then, you know, what might be under the surface? You know, this guy was feeling fear. Well, if there's fear and nerves under the surface, then of course she's going to pick up on that, right? Women are, are very intuitive. Uh, really people will, will react. I mean, it's not just women who do this works with, of course, but women are very sensitive to that sort of thing. And, and we let ourselves feel it a bit more in general than men do. And, um, and so it's really, it's a, it's an important thing to be able to get to, um, to seeing the world in, in that way where you can really see yourself kind of in relationship with the world around you instead of just, you know, living in spite of it. Right. Or, you know, yeah, living, living regardless of the world around you. So, so today I want to talk about how to end things well, okay? This will apply to you whether you have been together for a year or a decade or um, if you've just had a, a night or two, right? And you're, you're really wanting to break it off, okay? So you're not feeling it. Um, either there's a lack of attraction or it's just kind of run its course, um, that's not something to be ashamed of. I hear a lot of people talking about, you know, being in a relationship and it went really well for a long time and then it failed. And at some point I sort of think, you know, it's not necessarily a failure. First of all, failure is not really a thing. That's a human concept we've just made up because we've decided what success is. So failure just means it didn't end up the way you thought it ought to go, right? The way it should go. And I think everyone out there knows my feelings on the word should. <laughs> But in case you missed all of that, they are negative. My feelings towards that word are negative. <laughs> so, um, so the, you know, it, it's time to not, if it's time to sort of shut that down, sometimes things just take their course, you know, and that's okay. That's not necessarily, you know, what you, what you might call a failure or my relationship failed or you know, it, it didn't work out. It's like, well, maybe it did work out and it just needed to be a two month relationship instead of a 10 year relationship. Okay. Now, again, what I start out by saying, if you have four two month relationships in a row, or, you know, this is somehow a pattern for you, then yes, look a little closer, do yourself a favor. I mean, look, and I'm going to talk about this later. You can do what you want in life. The thing is that if you don't solve the problem now, you don't face your shit now, it's just going to come back and bite you in the ass again. Okay. That's the way the world works. If you're, you know, if you on a soul level need to, um, you need to learn some kind of a lesson or have some kind of experience, then they will be, um, then it, it will come and it will, it will tell you about it. You know, it, you know, the world, the universe will rearrange itself such that, um, such that it's, uh, I'm just getting checking on my sound here. It sounds like my sound's a little bit wonky. So I'm just going to check this out. Sorry if I've been a little, a little weird. I like to check on that because I don't tend to think about it, um, while I'm going. And so I'll just keep talking and talking and talking. Um, want to make sure that everything is working out well here. Okay, I'll check in on that in just a minute. All right. So, um, yeah, so it's okay for, to, to just let things run their course. You know, sometimes relationships, um, they, they, they flow as they want to. People flow together. It's, it's, a, it's not a, a, a hard science in the sense of math, um, uh, you know, or, or sort of numbers or there's, there's this and there's that. And you can kind of quantify everything. You know, it's a very, um, it's very qualifying type of um, type of thing. And it sounds like my sound is still off. So I'm sorry about that, you guys. I'm going to try and make myself a little bit clearer here so that everyone can hear me. Give me just a second to fuss with this just a bit. And I will get right back to the story shortly. Sorry about that. Excuse me for just a minute. Okay. 
Okay. So I think that should be better. It's not. May have to check in on that. All right, so I'll keep going for a little bit and we'll see how we go. Um, <clears throat> so, okay, so the end of relationships, right? So yeah, so it's okay for just, just to let them, you know, take their, take their course. Sometimes it's just gonna end, okay? But the useful thing for you as a person is to really examine um, what your piece is in what happened, okay? So as you're, as you're looking through this, um, you know, as you're going back, and it could be a useful thing even to, um, to go back and look at past relationships, you know, and see what it is that that you got out of those. And we're going to go over that in just a second as well. Okay. Um, so just checking in on the sound again. Is everything uh, going better out there? Okay. I'm just working on sound equipment may not be one of my gifts in life. So <laughs> I do love my radio show. But I mostly love it so I can teach, not so much the actual doing the sound part. So I just want to check, check in again, make sure I can be heard. Otherwise, I'll sit here and talk to myself for the next hour, which is probably what I would be doing if I were not on the radio show. So honestly, it's probably fine. Okay. All right, that seems to be a little bit better. Okay, I will, uh, apologies for continuing to interrupt myself. Um, I'll just check in and see that in a bit and see if it still needs any improvement. Okay, so, um, so yeah, so sometimes relationships need to just kind of take their course. All right, that's kind of just a side point. So you are ready to end it, right? You've either had those couple of one night stands, which is great and... That's about, um, and, and that's just kind of enough. Or maybe you've been dating for a while and you're just, you're, you're not feeling it anymore, okay? I mean, people trigger each other in relationships and um, it's really something to keep in mind when you're, when you're together because it's, you know, one person's issues will feed into another person's issues. And that's part of what creates attraction, right? You will like someone who enjoys your particular defenses and issues, and you will find someone who likes yours. So, so as far as breaking up, um, when it comes to that time, there's a couple of things to keep in mind and some ways to go about it and some ways not to go about it. You can probably already know which way I'm going to say it's not the way to go about it. So <clears throat> first things first, get as clear as you can. Okay. Especially if it's not just a couple of nights, if you've been dating for a while and you're honestly not quite sure if you should break up, try and really get clear. Okay. Feelings can get kind of fuzzy. They can all kind of be swimming around um, and, and just not really distinct from each other. And it's hard to tell. And this is the real art of it. It's hard to tell what is you and what is them. Right. So, you may be, um, you may be here and you're, um, you know, you, you know that she's irritating you all the time and that's kind of all you, all you know. Just checking on my sound again here real quick. So, <clears throat> so, so that's really the trick of it right, is to understand what is you and what is not you. Okay, so, <clears throat> so how do you do that? So the way that you decipher what in the universe is, is, is you, right? In other words, you've got a, um, 
a girlfriend who's who's you know angry at you all the time or something well how do you know that she's the one who's sort of angry at you all the time and not that you kind of are eliciting anger all the time that's what i mean by what is you and what is not you when you're uh, eliciting eliciting anger or if you have you know five girlfriends in a row who are all very angry at you then you start seeing patterns and patterns are what can guide you toward um you know self-awareness understanding what what is you and the reason why that is so incredibly valuable is that um while you keep thinking that your life is just kind of happening to you you are a victim of your life okay you are what i like to call being on autopilot which is like you're kind of floating around around the world and things are just kind of happening to you. And if they happen, that's great. And if they don't, they don't, you have no control and you have no engagement in it. And you're just sort of being, you know, jostled about, you know, by the flow of life. So instead, what you can do is begin some self-examination. And the more that you can examine your life and look at what you're doing, that's causing your life to be the way it is the more you step into control of it, okay? So the people that you sort of see, um, you know, at the top of big companies and or the top of fashion industries or movies or things like that, um, they, they tend to have really examined their lives and tend, they tend to have gotten there intentionally, right? Especially with, um, you know, CEOs and, and things with businesses, it takes a lot of effort and discipline and work to get to those places. And... Um, and that's really important because those people are what's living, let's say, a life by design as opposed to a life by default. Okay. And until you look at what is happening um, in your life, you're, you are by definition on a life by default and you have to decide whether or not that's what you want. Do you want your life to just end up wherever or do you want to really put some, um, some effort onto it? You know, do you really want to examine where it's going to go? Where do you want it to go? Have you ever even thought about that? Um, I have a great story, <laughs> actually. One of the ones that... Um, one of my favorite stories that I like to tell about um, my life is um, I was in Boston. I lived in Boston for about a year. And it, um, I, I was traveling, I think, from Boston to New York on a bus. And I got on the bus and this um, beautiful woman sat down next to me. She was this Indian woman. Um, she was probably be 33 34 right and this was maybe seven or eight years ago and we sit down on the <laughs> we sit down and I have my book and I was feeling a little introverted if I'm honest like I will sometimes often just sort of sit down and like talk to whoever's there but the moment um I I was sort of feeling kind of introverted so I had my I had my book there right because that's me shut up so anyway so, <laughs> so this woman sits down next to me and she's just lovely, right? Um, and she, she speaks well and, you know, we just sort of chatted. So oh, what are you reading? And chat, 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 right? And she asked me and I, you know, somehow I got to what she does and she was a doctor, right? And she then asked me what I do. And I said, well, I, I help people, you know, I said, I'm, I'm a, a coach, right? And I help people. Uh, get clarity on on where their life is going and you know what they want to do. I was working in the field of careers at the time, and I basically um, just sort of said, you know, here's here's kind of what I do. I, I I help people see themselves more and work out their life issues, and then they can sort of have, you know live life freer. And I, when I said the phrase where their life is going, she looked like I had smacked her in the face. Okay, I will never forget this in my entire life. This beautiful 30-something Indian woman who was a doctor, by the way, had never thought 
that like uh, she she never considered where her life was going ever she'd never stopped until that moment and thought hmm do i really want to be a doctor or do i not really want to be a doctor do you know what i mean so and we're talking about being a fucking doctor here right i mean she wasn't even just in college like that's four years i mean that's whatever eight ten years twelve years i feel like until you're really through residency and everything um it's a long haul and she's she's young and she's lovely and she's on this great career path and she had just never fucking thought about it ever so and, and so we continued on yes but we started chatting a bit and then i went back to my book and then she you know a little while later i she just murmured to herself she just went where my life is going <laughs> I could not even believe it, but that is really very much accurate. That's, that's how it is. Right. And she did that. She murmured that to herself about, I would say three times in that four hour trip where she spoke almost without thinking and just went, where my life is going. So, and like, she just, she just never thought about it. So, so look, you know, maybe that's the, the dream of her life. And she, you know, really wants to be, um, you know, she really wants to be a, a doctor and that would be freaking great. But what is, what's a better chance is that she, um, you know, maybe really wants to do something else. Like maybe she wants to work with children or maybe she wants to, you know, be in the army or organize bouquets or, you know, whatever. But the fact of the matter is she'd never thought about it. So she was living a life by default. Okay. She's living a life without thinking about it, without even considering if that's what she wants. And, you know, life is a lot better when you have a life by design. It's a lot better because you're not just shuffled from one area to the next. You're deciding. Now there's some self-responsibility in that. You know, I've chosen my life path. If it fucks up, all right, that's on me. You know, I've organized it such that if it does, I'll, I'll still be okay. I'll, I'll survive. Right. So, so there's some kind of stepping up into kind of leaning in, right. To, to life, to your choices, to being yourself. Okay. So as far as, you know, how to, how to move this into like a breakup. Okay. So so the first step is if you're, if you're uncertain, if you're considering breaking up with your partner um, or you just want to end the fling that you've had for a couple of days, however it may be, um, look at yourself first. Okay. Get as clear as you can. Find the parts where you can be better. Okay. Because here's the thing. If you're, if your mind, if your spirit if the essence of you has an experience it wants to go through, as I just said, if there's a lesson it needs to learn, it will learn it. So there's no point avoiding the lesson now. Okay. If, you know, this, this is how relationship patterns happen. Okay. Your subconscious literally creates them. You find people who match your pattern to kind of prove yourself right, to learn something or to grow in a certain way, right? This is the psychological evolution, okay? And you, and you do, and you don't have to. You don't have to learn. You could just break up and find the next one. The problem is the next one's going to be exactly the same, okay? Same lesson, different day. Different hair color, same problem. Um, you know, your first one, you know, the woman you, you, you're with now or that you're you know that you've dated before let's say has been um really forward maybe kind of domineering um and then you decide you don't like that you break up with her and you meet someone else and someone else will be maybe manipulative but they will be controlling in the same way because controlling is the underlying lesson there perhaps for you right that's what you need to discover so so you will take this lesson into the next relationship unless you deal with it now now does that mean you have to deal with it now no it does not it is truly your choice whether you want to um, to deal with it or not. But, um, you know, and 
it, it won't go away. There, there's no avoiding life. Okay. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. You can sort of check out, you can take breaks, but, but there's really no getting away. And that's a great thing. You know, you can lean in, you can develop yourself. You can make your life how you want it to be. Okay. So, um, breakups. So find the parts where you can be better. Okay. Where did you, where do you feel like you've let this relationship down? Okay. If you were to do it again, which by the way, you're, you you are because you're still doing it. So these are things you can change in the moment rather than planning for the next one. What can you make better? And, and when you, and when you answer that, be aware of not blaming the other. Okay. Don't try and fix your partner. It is neither your job nor your right to fix your partner. Okay. First of all, can't do it. Not a thing. Okay. You can invite, you can invite change, but that will happen effortlessly. It's rarely done consciously. For example, on the bus, there I was sitting there. I just told her what I did. I didn't start processing with her. I didn't do anything. (laughs) I just told her what it is that I do. And what I do is I change lives. I help people clear away their bullshit. And she heard that and went, I have bullshit? Oh my God. Okay. And her life changed. It changed a little bit that day. I don't know how much. It could be that that was just a realization and she'll think ever so slightly differently and it won't be much else. Or it could be she got off that bus and decided she didn't want to be a doctor anymore. She wanted to do something else. What you do with your life doesn't matter. There's no agenda on it outside of you. Okay, I know there's, there are parental pressures and there's pressures from other humans and things like that. And, and you can decide to engage those. For example, my mother may wish that I were a ballerina, <laughs> uh, which would be interesting. Uh, and, and she could really pressure me to be a ballerina and I could decide to feel pressured and be like, you're right, I'm going to try and be a ballerina because you're right, I should be a ballerina. But then I'm still choosing. See that? Whereas if she says, I really, really want you to be a ballerina, like, oh, gosh, mom, you know, I really, I hear that desire in you. It sounds very important to you. You need to know that I'm 5'3", and not that athletic, and not that disciplined. <laughs> and that, that is highly unlikely for my life to go that direction. Okay. But I could choose to accept it or not. Right. One of my, um, one of my favorite uh, stories um, of the, of the Buddha from back in the day, um, there was a great story. This, um, the Buddha was walking through with a couple of his sort of followers um, through some town and a man who had heard his teachings, like came up and just started railing at him, was just yelling and shouting and um, telling him he was a fraud and that his teachings were, you know, awful and all this sort of stuff. And the Buddha just sits there and smiles and smiles. And, and the guy just keeps shouting and shouting and trying to get a response and doesn't get a response. So finally he just throws his hands up and he leaves. And his followers turn to the Buddha and they say, why didn't you engage him? Why didn't you tell him, you know, that you're real, that your teachings are real? Why did you just stand there? And he said, if someone comes up to you and gives you a gift and you do not accept it, who owns the gift? And they said, well, they do. And he said, exactly. So to have a relationship with pressure, my mother wants me to be ballerina. To have an abusive relationship, she's yelling at me, I'm being yelled at. All of these things take two people. Okay? Now... If, I don't, if I'm not upset about the fact that I'm not a ballerina, then, then I'm not accepting her gift. Okay, I'm not, I'm not engaging that. I could be like, I'm sorry you feel that way, if I am. Or I could just say, you know what, I'm not a ballerina though. But I'm an incredible relationship coach. That I'm really good at. And that might make her happy or it might not, but I can't do anything about that. So it's not about fixing the other. It's not about... You know, I say, okay, well, look at yourself. Why do you think that you're, you want to end this relationship? And you go, because she yells at me all the time. Okay, that's a statement about her. But what I'm asking is you, 
right? And you may say, okay, I feel, I feel anxious because I'm always worried about being yelled at. Oh, okay. You feel anxious. Great. So where do you feel that in your body? And then like, we sort of move on from there. So, so it's really, um, it's really important to take the self-responsibility and, you know, I've, I've gone over this before, um, to really own what's yours, both for your, for your own growth, because again, there's no way around that or, um, you know, to, to, to be fair in the situation, right? You know, my, it, it's, it's not fair for me to feel guilty that I'm not a ballerina. I don't have the body to be a ballerina. That's just life. That's okay. I'm not upset about that. <laughs> I'm fine not being a ballerina. So just kind of be aware again, what's, which part is you and which part is them? So, <clears throat> so is it me, right? As far as a question to ask when you're, when you're breaking up, it, the, the more useful question is how is it you? Okay, because part of it is, right? This is in your life experience, so you can take responsibility for it on some level. And then, um, you know, how might it be her? Like, if you feel that you're, you got to be real honest with yourself here. If you feel that you're mature enough to really hold that in, a, in an objective way, because that can be quite difficult to do, to look at someone else, else's issues with uh, objectivity, I wouldn't spend too much time there, right? You can let yourself go there and just be like, well, you know, this person was really manipulative and I have, I have no experience anywhere of any manipulative people in my life. Okay. Maybe that's, there isn't anything in that for you. Okay. Unless you start attracting more. So don't spend too much time there. Most to focus on how you let things get to where they are. Okay. And what that can mean for you and what you can do better. Remember, it's always about upping your game, upping your game. So can this be salvaged? Are you sure you want to break up? Basically, these are just things to think about. And it may sound, sound obvious from time to time, but I tell you what, I have people that have never thought of these things. They're like, I definitely have to be out of our relationship. And say, so, okay, well, how do things get to where they are? I'm like, I don't know. And that person was married for like a decade. So I was like, so you're, you're about to end a 10-year marriage, which I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm not commenting one way or the other, but to be clear, you're about to end... 10, I think it was 12 year marriage and you're not sure why? That seems like it could maybe use some self-examination, don't you think? So, so then you find the piece that's for you, okay? How did you let things get to where you are? What part did you play in this? Okay, and then we're sticking with this honesty. Let's go a level deeper. What part of the negative dynamic did you really enjoy? Okay. Remember, attraction is 100% authentic. Okay. You can't pretend it's there when it's not. and You can't pretend it's not there when it is. Okay. It's got a lot of reasons around it. It's got a lot of, um, of angles you can examine it from and all sorts of cool things like that. But the fact that it's there is authentic, which means... You know, you say you want to break up with someone. You're like, why? You're like, there's nothing I like about her at all. Well, I'm going to call bullshit. Because something got you in bed with that chick. And if she cray, she just super crazy. I wouldn't have gotten in bed with her. So what is that? Something brought you there. Okay. Which is not to say the people that I'm attracted to don't have issues. They just like crazy is not my thing. I, I'm repelled by crazy as opposed to attracted. But I know a lot of people who are attracted to crazy. And this goes for men and women, by the by. <laughs> so, so look at that. Get real honest with yourself. You don't have to share this with anyone. Nobody else has to know. But really look at what part of the negative things did you really like? Like what drew you towards? Okay, well, if you guys were fighting all the time, did you really like, you know, did some part of you like that? Some people really enjoy fighting. And they're not like crazy people, like reasonable people enjoy fighting. And, um, you know, for different reasons. I, I know someone who really likes it because you, um, he can feel the other person. You know, they're engaged. You know, he had kind of distant parents. And um, he liked the fighting because he knew that she was there with him. Right. And then, of course, it got a little out of hand. And so, you know, we had to kind of reel it back. But, but he was attracted to that. Okay. 
Some people like fighting because it's a form of control. Some people like fighting because they want to win. Okay? Winning in our, our psyches is worth a lot. Okay? It's a very, very valuable thing despite being completely meaningless in every form. So, so be aware. You know, something attracted you to the fighting. What was it about that? And the intention of this, you know, let me just say again, is that you find out why you like the fighting. Then you decide if it's worth it. Well, I know she's engaged. I mean, she's, you know, I'm, she and I are engaged together in this fight. Like, I know that, that feels good, like that example I just shared. But, you know, it's also exhausting. I don't really want to be in a relationship where I fight all the time. But if you find out how it's meaningful to you, then you can make a choice. See, then you're, you're self-aware. Okay, so you've, so you've, um, you've had this experience. You, you fought with this girl. Let's use this, this, um, this friend of mine who really enjoyed fighting. So it was kind of a, a healing response <clears throat> to his parents who were too distant. So he preferred the other way around. He's like, well, this is rough and we're fighting all the time, but at least I know she's here. Okay. And the way he had grown up, he was never sure if his parents were going to be there or not. So finding someone who is safe, who you know is going to be there is worth a shit ton if your parents were always a bit absent, right? So it was worth the fighting. Did he like the fighting? No, not really. Part of him did. The part that knew it was safe, that feels really good. It feels good to fight. Some part of me feels good when we fight, right? So, but then it was still exhausting. So there's, so there's multiple things happening here, okay? <clears throat> there's, um, you know, part of you really enjoys it, part of you really doesn't. <clears throat> so this is why you go through this clarification process when you're ready to break up, because it allows you to really clarify what's going on and what your intentions are. So you not only take the learning from this relationship and you grow and move forward to the next one as a better person, but you also understand fully what happened. Um, and then again, so um, did part of you like drama? If there was drama in the relationship, what part of you is attracted to drama? People love drama. That's another one that repels me personally. I liked it for a while when I was a teenager um, and then I got bored real fast because I don't really enjoy like acting like children. I'm a very sort of adult person. I was a very adult person when I was like 12. <laughs> so that was just kind of my style. Um, so, so see if you're attracted to the drama. If so, what is it about the drama that you like? You know, I know um, I have another friend who is very um, kind of deadpan, just low energy. You know what I mean? And he's got this girlfriend who's just this fiery, sparkly Russian chick who just like kapow when she enters a room type of thing. And, and they balance each other out. He sort of makes her a bit more reasonable and she brings life force. And so often that shows up as drama because that's kind of distortion. The drama is, a, is kind of a distortion of life force in a way. And she's got lots of life force, but then when she gets mad, boy, she got mad, you know, and the whole room felt it. He loved that. He honest to God loved the fact that she was, would get really dramatic and crazy. <laughs> so that's great. So that's fine. So then he really liked that boost of life force. He didn't mind that it came with a little bit of crazy or maybe a lot. I don't know. He really didn't mind because the life force was worth it. Okay. So there's all these dynamics happening underneath the surface. Okay. Um, another question to ask yourself. Um, did I like being right? Okay. So people fight so often to be right. Did I like being right? And maybe like making her suffer a little bit or humiliating her. This happens on a pretty subtle level. And again, this is being real, real with yourself. Um, but there's no point hiding from you. If it's in there, it'll resonate. And I know a lot of even very healthy couples who have moments where there'll be a little humiliation from on the part of one of the other. And it'll tend to, it'll tend to go one way. I've seen it go both ways, but it'll tend to go mostly from the man to the woman or from the woman to the man. 
Um, so there may be a little negative pleasure, a little like, you know, superiority that you can push her around or that you can, um, you know, be right. And they rubber face in it just a little bit. And, and so it can, it can show up in these, in these kind of dynamics, right? These kind of negative dynamics. <clears throat> and there's no shame in any of this, by the way. It's okay. These dynamics are happening all the time. <coughs> Excuse me. We just don't talk about it. Okay. And because we don't talk about it, then when it's, when I, when it's brought up, it sounds harsh, but it's really not. Honestly, it's just not, it is, um, it, it is fact. It's, it's just the way it is. I walk through my day and I see people doing this all the time, just even as I pass them. So it's not um, something to be ashamed of. It's just something to be aware of. Okay. That's important. <clears throat> so, um, so continuing on with some more questions, sort of look at, look at when you're, when you're looking at ending things, was anything about this relationship similar to what your parents had? Sometimes, especially people who are only a couple, a couple of days into a relationship really have a hard time finding those um, relationship dynamics and they'll be like, no, no, there's nothing like this. Now I'll just, I'll just encourage, you know, if there were something, if there were some relationship dynamics that are similar to your parents, what would they be? See if you can pick things and try and just go with the first thing that comes to mind. Cause that's pretty much always the right. Okay. And, and then look at what areas are you still drawn to the relationship. You know, you're deciding to, to break up. You're, you're ready to go. This is it. But probably all of you doesn't want to break up or you wouldn't be talking about it. It would be done already. Which means there's probably a little bit of uncertainty. And that's okay. So identify that. What areas are you still drawn? Well, you know, there's a lot of fighting and I was really tired and I wasn't interested in doing that anymore. Um, but boy, the sex was great. You know, or I loved how, you know, he took care of me. I really, I really, that was something that I really want in a relationship. And so you, you learn, I mean, a lot of this is, you know, psycho-spiritual deep level shit, but some of it's just basic shit. Learn, learn from your experience, you know, pull it out, find what you're, um, find what went wrong so that you know not to do it next time. Just on a mental level, just keeping it simple. You know, what was it about this relationship that you like? What would you like to do again? This could take half an hour and literally change the next few, like the, the next many years of your, of your relationship quality. It is this simple. This is basic introspection. Okay. How am I? How am I doing? How is my life? Are things going the way I want them to go? Am I, you know, I just posted something on, on my uh, Facebook page that just said, are your goals your own or are they things that you think you should want? You know, a lot of people never even ask themselves that question. Case in point, the, the case study on the, on the bus. And she was a damn doctor. And she'd been a doctor for a long time. She wasn't in the early stages of that shit. So she'd been doing this for over a decade, I'm going to say. And had, and had never thought about whether or not that was actually what she wanted to do. So this is just about learning from life. Life is a give and take. It's not happening to you. You are not a victim of it. Okay? That is bullshit. That is a cop-out. All right? We need to go to those places sometimes when we really can't tolerate taking responsibility for our life. You know, it's, it's, it's weakness and weakness is not bad. It's okay, but you need to know that that's what it is. That's not the way life needs to be where you're just kicked from one, you know, Oh, my job went there. So I went there. Do you want to go there? Do you want to go there more than change your job? Maybe you're like, I'm moving to Cincinnati. And I don't really want to be in Cincinnati, but that's where my job's going. And I really love my job. I make great money. Great. That's a conscious choice. Or you can be like, yep, this is my pattern. I've moved 14 times. I'm going to Cincinnati. I hate Cincinnati. Don't want to be there with my job. Da, da, da. I'm going to go anyway. 
great. There's no agenda on what decision you make. Certainly not from me. I have no opinion whatsoever, including for my clients. I sit them down and I tell them that first thing. I say, I have no agenda for you to be a certain way. Okay. I had a client come in. It was wonderful when I was in Boston and he comes to the office. He'd been struggling with his wife and struggling with his wife and they would fight and fight and, um, and this whole, this whole sort of thing. And we'd done a lot of work together and he was really quite self-aware by this point. And he came in, he goes, well, Dominique, we went at it again last night and I was sitting at the kitchen table and she was yelling at me and I got really reactive. And then I stopped and I heard your voice in my head and I thought, okay, what do I really want to do here? And then I looked up at her and I told her to go fuck herself. (laughs) And I was like, brilliant. Good for you. He was mad. He was pissed off. It's not about peace and serenity all the time, you guys. It's just about being aware. So he consciously thought, he's like, well, I could take the sort of whatever spiritual high road here or you know, however you want to see it. Or I could tell her to go fuck herself. And you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to go tell her to fuck herself. Great. Good for you. Make the choice. But he made it consciously. Does that make sense? He took some time to think. He knew that he was about to engage his bullshit and then he engaged it anyway. That's fine. The end goal in life is not to never engage your bullshit. It's just to know so that you can choose. So he chose to continue that fight. Even doing that, your evening will feel different than if you don't engage the fight. Um, in other words, if you're, if, you, if you're fighting for the evening and you're fighting by default versus fighting by choice, that will feel differently than that evening. Okay, you will feel differently about your night when you go to sleep that night if you've chosen consciously to fight. And that's an okay thing to do, Right? Um, now obviously like, you know, take responsibility for yourself. Don't be out there like getting physical or shit like that. You need to take responsibility for your anger and you need to fight responsibly. He was just using words. They were way into it. They were matched. Like that was a responsible situation. So don't go out there and start like beating up people on the street or whatever. Um, so again, taking responsibility, very important shit. So, um, finding out what areas you're still drawn to the relationship. Okay. You can still play this game with exes actually, whether you're in a relationship now or not, you can look back and say, okay, in what ways are you still attracted to that person? You know, again, really be aware of, of being drawn too much into the black or white. Okay. Beware of black and whiting. Okay. No relationship is all bad or all good, no matter how tempted you are to categorize them that way. Good and bad are utterly meaningless. Okay. They're human judgments. We just make them up. They don't mean anything in the real world. Okay. They're just the way that your your brain sort of labels things in order to organize itself and ultimately to stay safe from back in the day. But what's important now is like, is that it's things are never all one way or all the other way never virtually never okay and that's really important because it can be again kind of a real cop-out to be like oh yeah everything about that relationship is terrible everything is that true still dream about her from time to time you still think about her there may be some fond fond thoughts and that's okay you know rather than you know be like oh i'm i'm addicted to negative whatever nonsense sort of labeling yourself with it's not about that this is just about changing the idea of what's good and what's bad because your ideas were handed to you and just about nobody has really stopped to recalibrate their, their measurement system on that. Okay. So it's okay to talk about exes. I've had, I've gone out on dates and had guys bring up an ex and then like stop in the middle of a sentence. Be like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I brought up exes on, on a first date. And I was like, are you serious? Do you think that I don't think you've had a girlfriend before? Because if you haven't had a girlfriend before, like we need to talk, bro. Like that's like, (laughs) if you're virginal right now, like I'm not anti, like that's still fine, whatever. But like, we need to, you need to let me know if you haven't 
had girlfriends, but they're used to women sort of jumping down their throats and, you know, not talking about exes. Obviously, don't ramble on about your ex or talk about how epic she was. I mean, basic common decency. But being afraid of certain topics, oh, that's a little bit of a red flag to me. I don't know about you guys. Okay, and then the last piece I want to say here is that you're, you're, a lot of this can be found, again, with being authentic, okay? Be really honest with yourself and listen to your body. And we'll go into some more of that. We've done it before here. But your body is a real guidance system, okay? If you're drawn to something, again, the authenticity of attraction. If you're drawn somewhere um, and, you're, and you really feel it, you feel it somewhere in your body, whether it's a lightness or a joy or you're turned on or whatever, listen to that. That's telling you something. Okay, it's really important and it's never wrong if you read it correctly. That is a fact. And we'll talk more about that, not to, to throw that in uh, on you right at the end. And we're going to have to wrap up here in just a minute. But I really hope that this has been useful um, by all means, you know, stay aware and live your life and it'll it'll be great. You, you can't really go wrong in this world. All right. Thank you so much for listening. This has been The Art of Attraction with Dominique Drew. Feel free to check out my website at DominiDrew.com. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Dominique Drew and on Facebook as well. So please feel free to look me up and I will see you next time. Take care. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Art of Attraction. This is Dominique Drew signing off and reminding you that if you love this podcast, please hit that subscribe button, rate us five stars, and most importantly, share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. See you next time.